It is so fun to see all of your faces here this evening. Um, I'm Pastor Rick, pastor of Restoration Anglican. Uh, Thank you for being here tonight, and thank you, Mount Zion, for hosting us, for partnering with us in this service together tonight. Uh, This is a wonderful, blessed, special, beautiful occasion, and it is an honor to be here with you all tonight. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the God who stoops down and walks among us. We love you, and it's in your name that we pray. Amen. So music is so important to us this time of year, isn't it? Music is so important to us this time of year. So last week, my wife and I, uh, we went downtown to the Basilica, and we listened to Handel's Messiah, and it was absolutely gorgeous there. It was my first time that I'd ever been in that place before, and I was blown away by it. I love the 50-foot ceilings, the dark stone, the glittering gold and jewels that were everywhere, the masterful musicians, the beautiful choir. It seemed as if every single component of the service, everything that was there, was made for that particular piece at that particular moment in time. Now, probably like most of you, you, what you remember and enjoy most about that piece, Handel's Messiah, is the famous Alleluia Chorus that we hear in movies and in commercials and all that sort of stuff. But this evening, that evening, what stood out to me was something different. There was a moment in which the choir sings words that we read this evening from the prophet Isaiah. These, these words are sung boldly, declared loudly. The various names of God are sung out with gusto. Wonderful, Counselor, Almighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, And when these words were sung, the whole sanctuary seemed to have have shook before us. The names of God went up from the choir, up into the rafters, into the arcs of, of the ceiling, and then returned down to us, reverberating our hearts and our imaginations. It was in this moment that I thought that I had heard the word wonderful for the first time. I remember asking myself, what does the word wonderful even mean? I had never heard it sung like this, which has clarity and beauty before. It was as if God filled that split second of time, and it felt like an entire hour to me. Well, like I said, music is so important to us this time of year. All around the world tonight, Christians, the church is gathering together, and they're singing Here in this room, we have our own excellent musicians who are coming. We have many, praise the Lord. And then we also hear singing, not coming from a stage, but from our brothers and sisters, from our friends, from our neighbors, from loved ones, from our own hearts, we hear ourselves singing. And we sing as one beautiful voice together, which again, it's it's a special privilege for us to sing here in this beautiful room because Usually for our congregation where we sing, it goes up into the rafters, into the, the basketball goals and things like that. But here we can hear ourselves with just clarity and it's, it's beautiful. So thank you again. But it's not always easy to sing, is it? And I'm not just talking about skill or talent that it takes or practice and discipline that it takes to sing. What I mean is that the world that we live in is not always conducive to singing, You see, we live in a very dark, violent, and angry place. That's something that all of us are very familiar with. It's easier in this world to either scream or or be silent than it is to actually sing. So why is it that we sing? Why do we come together on an evening like this and sing? Is it because we want to deny the darkness? 
Is it because we want to pretend that the darkness isn't real? Or do we come to distract ourselves from the dark things of this world? No, not at all. The church comes together to sing on this night because the light breaks into the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Amen. Christmas is the celebration of God's arrival into our world. God Almighty, the King of the cosmos, the one who spoke all things into being, the wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace, the Almighty Father, he does not leave us alone. In Jesus Christ, heaven comes down to earth and he pushes back the darkness. He forgives sinners. He removes shame. He heals the sick. He comforts the lonely. This is why we sing tonight. Because God became one of us and he walked among us. So you might be here tonight and you might be capable of singing, but my question is, do you have ears to hear? You might sing, but do you have ears to hear? In other words, do you believe it? Do you believe the words that we're singing, the scriptures that we're reading out, the, word, the prayers that we're proclaiming? Do you believe it? So last week, my wife and I did something that was a first for me. Uh, we went to prison. Because why not? That's, that's what we do on a Thursday, right? We go to prison. So my wife, Molly, as many of you know, she leads a Wednesday night Bible study at the Shakopee Women's Prison. And last week, eight of these women, they graduated from this program, Prison Fellowship. And this was a very big deal for these women. These women have completed 800 hours of Bible study, of mentoring and, and prayer, and it was time to mark their accomplishment. And I'll never forget this moment. It was absolutely beautiful. It was stunning. Once we got through the, the metal detectors and the pat-downs and turned in all of our devices and our metal and all that sort of stuff, it was a wonderful experience. Now, these women who came forward and shared their stories, I'm sure you might even recognize some of them. If you've lived here in the Twin Cities for a few decades, you might recognize just from their names flashing across the headlines who some of these people are. You might have read about the tragedies that they've committed, the crimes that they've done. And one by one, they all stood up and they shared their stories. And they said things like this. All I thought that mattered in life was my addiction. Another said, I was just so angry all the time. Another said, I used to think that community was a lie. Another said, I always thought that other people were just competition, that they were enemies. And they shared more stories of how they had hurt people who were very close to them. But then their stories also contained transformation as well. They spoke about how Jesus Christ had entered into their cells, had entered into their prison, had entered into the lives. They said that they thought that they were broken goods. They thought that they were unwantable. They thought that they were irredeemable. But then Jesus Christ got a hold of them. And they said things like this. God has forgiven me, and so now I'm able to forgive those who hurt me, and I am able to seek the forgiveness of those who I have hurt. One woman turned to the other graduates, and she says, God has given me a family. Almost everyone started crying when she said that. Another one, with tears in her eyes, said, I finally know what peace is like. And my friends, these women, they could sing not necessarily as practiced, well-trained women, but they sang as women with joy in their hearts. 
They sang with gusto, with power, with passion. They sang this song by Lauren Daigle that says this. The words of the songs that they sang were this. You are not hidden. There's never been a moment that you were forgotten. You are not hopeless. Though you have been broken, your innocence stolen, I hear your SOS. I will send out an army to find you. In the middle of the darkest night, it's true, I will rescue you, the song says. I wish you could have been here, been there to hear those convicts singing about the Savior who rescues them. So what about you? What about you? Are you in a prison right now? Are you in a prison right now? Maybe you're wrapped in chains of addiction. Maybe you're a slave to the bottle or to the screen or to something else. Or maybe it's anger. Maybe you read through the news feeds of the day and there's this anger that just is untamable and it just gets a hold of you and you don't know exactly what to do with it. Or maybe it's apathy or loneliness or despair. We all know what it's like to live in a prison of sorts and the list can go on and on. Are you in a spiritual prison right now? Well, friends, hear the good news of Christmas that God breaks into our prisons and he rescues you. He rescues you. That's the story of Christmas. That's what it's all about. Fear not, the angel says. A Messiah, that means the rescuer, the Lord, he is born today. Born today in Bethlehem. And this boy would grow up, he would die on a cross, he would raise from the dead, and he would give us, his believers, his church, his beloved, the power to have transformed lives. He transforms our prison into a house of praise. He transforms our anger and gives us joy. He takes our apathy and gives us passion. He takes our loneliness and gives us a family. The wonders of his love are never-ending. So music is so important this time of year because it takes these words and it puts emotion to them. It incorporates our entire body into this. We sing together the songs, the promises, the good things that God has done for us. So in a moment, we're going to pray for the world. Pastor Michael is going to lead us in those prayers. And then we're going to do a tradition that the church has done for a long time. We're going to pass around small candles. I I hope all of you have them. If not, uh, we have some here at the entrances. Make sure that you've grabbed them. But we do this to remind us of the many wonders that God has given us. And we're going to sing songs, and I encourage you to sing loudly. Sing with all of your heart. Sing to the God who gives us these wonders, the God who has broken into our world. The light has broken into the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. So as you look at your candle, as you sing these songs, may you dwell on the wondrous good deeds of God, that he has the power to break every chain, and his wonders are never-ending. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, sometimes the darkness seems so strong. It seems to be everywhere. But Lord, we thank you for Christmas. Lord, we thank you that in the midst of the darkness, you pierced it. You pierced the darkness with your light, and you came and you dwelt among us. Lord, we love you. May your light continue to shine even brighter. In your name we pray. Amen.